Welcome back, everyone, to uh, POV Gen Z. <clears throat> Just wanted to thank you for uh, joining us last week as we talked about being friends with non-believers. Uh, and this week, we are going to be talking about glorifying God through sports. And uh, for today's episode, we're going to have Matt Major and the uh, Bullback Twins join us and kind of help walk us through what that looks like and how we can better do it. What is up, guys? We are back, and I am here with Matt Major, better known as Soccer Guy from Mega. <laughs> soccer Guy. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be uh, talking through and looking at glorifying God through sports. And so I was just going to ask you a few questions, kind of get your insight on it. Um, and so for the first one, just pretty run-of-the-mill uh, how have you been able to uh, glorify God through sports? Tristan, thank you for having me on the podcast. Of I'm course. super excited. <laughs> I'm a big fan of podcasts, so to be asked to be on one is is awesome. Um, so how do you glorify God through sports? If you look at what the Apostle Paul <clears throat> talks about, he says you can give God glory through all things that we do. Mm. He makes mention of running a race. He makes mention of boxing. So we know... Uh, sports is for sure an area in our life that we can glorify God in. It's a huge part of our culture. Mm. It's super relatable for people when you start talking about sports. It's something people are excited about. So sports is definitely a gift from God, and we can for sure glorify Him. Mm. How I've been able to do that, uh, God has given me three passions in life. A passion for kids, mm. a passion for sports, and a passion for serving Him. And so my work, I work for a sports organization called Ambassadors Football Club, and our mission is to share the good news of Jesus with kids using soccer. So I can glorify him by being obedient to that calling, uh, by giving uh, thanks to him for, for the sport of soccer. Mm. I can give glory to God um, in my conduct while, while I'm at practices, while I'm at different events with the kids. Mm. And so... Sports is just uh, an amazing way for God to use uh, like talents and gifts that he's given me to share him with other people who also have been blessed with, with sports talents. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really cool that you've been able to do that. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy, you know? Yeah. So I, I love sports. I consume sports all the time. Yeah. And um, sports can kind of, if you look at our society, I think sports is an idol for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So that's something we have to be careful with. And for sure it was an idol for me. I remember back when COVID happened, I was just consuming sports constantly, listening mm. to podcasts about sports, watching stuff on YouTube, and I was obsessed with it. And so when COVID-19 came, all the sports shut down and there was nothing mm. happening. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. And I felt this void in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, this is an idol that I've had. Mm. But when you have the proper perspective that sports is a gift from God and you're recognizing mm. that we need to be thankful for him and make sure the focus is on him and not on us, um, not on trying to uh, bring honor to ourselves, but making sure everything is reflecting back to him, that's super important. Yeah. So I have a quote here. It says, sports is more than just competing on the field. So just kind of like walk me through what is that? How do you apply that? Like, what does that look like for you? 
Sports is more than just competing on the field. So what people see like on Sundays with the NFL, there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes into people competing on the field that you don't see. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of practice, lots of hard work that people put in and you just get to see a small glimpse of the hard work that people, people do for practices. Um, so I think that relates to, to the Christian life also. Um, we were talking about uh, at church the other day how uh, if you're if you're gonna be a follower of God and you're going to be effective for mm-hmm. Him, you have to put in time that people don't see, reading your Bible, mm-hmm. praying, uh, trying to discern what His will is, what He wants you to do, yeah. and that takes a lot of time, that takes a lot of effort um, before you put put things into practice in front of people. You need yeah. to make sure that you're, uh, have, you have the fruit of the Spirit, that you're practicing those things. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. The next little thing I have right here is, um, it's a verse from Colossians uh, 3.22, and it says, uh, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the world, war, wow, Lord, not for human matters. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying about Paul. So, like, what does this verse mean to you, I guess? So, as a coach, I want to look for players that don't just try when I'm watching, Mm. that they're putting in efforts all the time, whether I'm paying attention to them or not. Mm. And so, uh, what this verse says to me is we're not working for other people. We're putting all the focus on God. Yeah. So that means I'm giving my best for him even when nobody's watching. Mm. I think that's true character is how you behave when no one else is there. It's just you and God. You know that God's there. And so when you have that as your focus that I'm working for God, I'm not working for my coach, I'm not mm. working for my teammates, that really helps you to try your best all the time because as a player you're not going to agree with with your coach all the time. You're not going to like what they tell you to do. But if you keep mm. keep that as your focus, I'm doing this for God. If you're uh, an employee and your employer asks you to do something and you don't like it, well, are you going to shirk on your work? You're not going to try your best. But if mm. you have the right focus, if you have your attention on God, then you're going to do your best. Yeah. And so um, this is a great principle that applies to sports. Um, people say sports builds character, but it also reveals people's character too. Mm. And so you can see pretty quickly what a kid's character is like in my situation. Like when they get on the field and I'm watching them and they might not realize that I'm paying attention to what they're doing, mm-hmm. I can get a, a good idea of what their character is like. How how do they have respect for their teammates? Do they have respect for authority referees, other coaches? Uh, how do they handle disappointment and loss mm. when you lose a game? How do you handle a tough situation, a bad call that goes against you? Are you going to collapse mentally are you gonna get mad are you gonna shut down start blaming other people and so this topic of sports is just really great because it applies to so many different areas in life and you can start building those principles of character that you want to see uh in people as you get older that starts when you're a kid playing sports and it's a great way to teach to teach people that stuff yeah i think so often we often uh can look at sports and just think of it as just sports, you know, 
And so I think taking that and really just as you've done, applied it to so many different areas is just so good. And especially for like kids and students, like being able to see like sports applies to all areas of their life is really good. Yeah, that's really what we try to do. So uh, for the soccer club, when we have practices, we'll have a Bible lesson. Mm. And so we'll try to, we'll take some principle that, that we find in the Bible, such as overcoming adversity that you face. Mm-hmm. So, and then we say, okay, this translates to the soccer field too, because you're going to face adversity. You're going to have poor weather conditions. You might be missing players for the game. Uh, you could have referees making bad calls against you. And what are you going to do? Are you going to quit? Yeah. Are you going to give up? Mm. Um, we have tough situations that we face in life all the time. And because of our relationship with Jesus Christ, God wants to give us all the tools, all the resources that we need to overcome that. We don't need to succumb and and give up when we're faced with tough situations and tough circumstances. And sports is just an incredible way to try to relate those real life situations that people will experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you for joining me here. This was awesome. Uh, And yeah. Thanks, Tristan. I I enjoyed my time. Thank you. Of course. What is up, guys? I am joined today by the Ballback Twins. Say hello. Hello, this is Zechariah. What's up? This is John Mark. (laughs) And uh, today, as I said earlier, we're going to be talking about how to glorify God through sports. And uh, if you don't know by now, these two are in high school soccer at where moon area high school (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you know they're kind of good or whatever so i thought they would be uh good to throw on this uh podcast so the first question i have for you guys is how have you been able to glorify god through sports that is a good question i must say (laughs) um so in sports some people don't have a respectful they aren't respectful to the other players like their teammates or the opponents Mm. with including the refs but you know we want to show we want to glorify god and relationships are one of the most important things so we like to be respectful and kind to the refs and the and Definitely our teammates, but also the opponents. It might get rough throughout the game, but at the end, we always make sure our relationships with them are good. Always say good game, good stuff, you know. And definitely, we focus on cheering up our teammates throughout the game. Always keeping their heads up, just like God wants us to do. Mm. Yeah, it, it's good because, you know, you really want to have that, like, Christ-likeness about you just so you can really be infectious to those around you you know for sure (laughs) (laughs) okay so another thing i want to talk to you about is this quote and it says sports is more than just competing on the field and when you read that what is it what do you what do you think when you read that well i like to think of this one time when we had the opportunity to visit waynesburg which is a christian college Hmm. and they did a little Devo before their game, and the one player talked about how we all experience like different waves of 
emotions and problems and situations that could be both good or bad. Mm. And definitely throughout a game, you can experience positives like scoring a goal or negatives like getting fouled or them scoring a goal. And it's important to know that you're working towards the end purpose and how you shouldn't lose faith like throughout the beginning or the middle of the game. You have to look forward to the end. Yeah, and that's really good because you can easily apply that to like a lot of different situations of just how to be faithful and stick it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another thing I want to talk to you guys about is this verse. It's uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 22. It says, uh, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, working for the Lord, not for human matters. So just kind of like diving into that. What is that? What do you get from that? So like basically it's something I heard a while ago. It's like, if you're studying for a test and you're studying for a B, don't ask God for an A, but you're mm. not going to get it. Like, work for what you want. So if you want to win the game, you better be working the whole time. Uh, but definitely work as if you're working for the Lord because of how he gives you so much. Uh, you should not, like, let that go to waste and use what he gave you to uh, your maximum capability just to honor him. Yeah, and to go along with that, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, off-field work that you guys put in to making sure that you have a good season. Oh, for sure. A lot of conditioning, weightlifting. (laughs) Not fun. I mean, fun. Very fun. fun. (laughs) Yeah. What is up, guys? We are here with our good old Bible trivia, and we're going to have... The pastor's kids. Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to test their Bible trivia real quick. So the first two, I'm going to ask to you, Zechariah, and then the two after that, I'll ask to John. And we'll we'll see how well you guys do. Just two questions each. You know, it should be pretty easy, right? (laughs) For sure. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll start off easy. For For the first question, what sea did Moses part when he was running from Pharaoh? Oh, yeah. Red Sea. Boom. Got it. Easy. Next, how many people were aboard Noah's Ark? Now, this one, I got to say, I never, like, uh, really learned about. Yeah? Yeah. And I'm just going to, like, go with my favorite number. I'm going to say seven. So close. Eight. Dang it. <laughs> I guess we'll have to have your dad coach you up on that. How about we just don't tell him about that? <laughs> oh, well, he'll probably be listening to this, so oh, he's going to know. <laughs> All right. Next, we got John. I see you looking at the answers. Put hey, that, what? <laughs> put that away, bro. So, for the first one... Oh, there's five questions. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. For the first one... What city was Jesus born? We'll do easy. Jerusalem. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bro, oh my come God. on. <laughs> Bethlehem. There you go. Zechariah had to mouth it to you. No, but... no, I knew that. Bro, I have to say this because the viewers can't see this. You know, it's all acting. Oh, right, right. For the, uh, for the second one. What are the four rivers <laughs> listed as flowing out of Eden? 
Never eat shredded wheat. So <laughs> North River, South River, East River, and West no. River. Oh, that's like that was super close East actually. East. That's East one. one. Oh, uh, uh, you should know at least one more. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Mississippi River, Ohio River. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh. So that's in America. <laughs> we're not, we're talking about uh. There. Yeah, uh, Eden. <laughs> Eden River. Yep. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no. So the four rivers are fish, fishing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. Gihon, Hideko, or Tigris, and the Euphrates or Farat. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this one, since we just like a few weeks ago finished. The uh, the sermon series oh. about the Ten Commandments. Yeah. What is the Tenth Commandment? Either of you can answer. <laughs> Do not covet. Good job. So proud. At least we ended on a good note. Memorize <laughs> that. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll only we won't tell your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're back, and we're getting into our Bible trivia. Cue the, uh, the like, you know. <laughs> there we go. All right, so earlier we had the twins do this, and now we're going to have Matt do some Bible trivia, and uh, we'll see who does better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is, this is one that they got wrong. Uh, what city was Jesus born in? I was just reading in Luke. Bethlehem? Yep. <laughs> You're already off to a better spark, start. Nice. They, uh, John said Jerusalem. Um, so we're going to have to talk to Bill about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the next one, we're going to step it up a little bit. How many people were aboard Noah's Ark? How many people were on board Noah's Ark? Okay, so you got Noah, his wife... His three kids and their three wives, so eight. Dang. Yep, that, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going we're gonna to go with the hardest one that I have here. Okay, I'm ready. All right. What are the four rivers listed as flowing out of Eden? The four rivers. Okay, let me think. Okay. Is the Tigris one? Yep. The Euphrates? Yep. And then the the other two are I had never heard of. <laughs> Tigris, Euphrates. I I I can't remember the other two. <sighs> yeah, I give up. Okay. The other two are Fishan and okay. Gihan. Okay. So <laughs> I remember that. I really hope I pronounced those right, but <laughs> all right. And that is all we have for our Bible trivia. So I think I, I'll say you did better than the twins. <laughs> uh. Once again, as always, uh, thank you for joining us today here on POV Gen Z. 
um, just wanted to give a thank you to our special guests, Matt Major and the uh, Ballback Twins. Uh, we had a we had a good time today uh, talking about what it really means to glorify God through sports and how we can better do that as Christians and even young adults. Um, be sure to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all those places. Get connected with us. Uh, just come see what we're all about and uh, join us next week as we uh, talk about social media and what that looks like for us.